at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it was interesting, significant. Yeah. I think she that is, they're she they're kind of right like there hmm. with it, and especially considering that we know Willow becomes a witch. Right. Um, this is definitely showing us from even episode three that she is practicing magic. Right. On some she level. is getting super into it. She looks yes. like she's just the hacker gal. Also, oh, oh, mm, oh, mm, oh. Mm-hmm. she knows that there are half-naked engravings in the witch books. Uh, <laughs> that's a good Oh, point. my God. So she's seen them. <laughs> she has been reading the witch books. She has. She's smart enough not to check them out of the library because, she is. you know. Yeah, but she's seen them. She, she has read those books. And she, she, and she knew exactly which books had the, yes. Oh, my God. She knew that. Wow. That was right there. Nicely done, Snard. Thank you. So, uh, in the science lab, uh, they're working on the spell, on heating the ingredients, applying them to the witch. <laughs> well, and uh, and interestingly, Xander can't bring himself to di a frog, perhaps having pre empathy for something that loses an eye. Yes, but we, Willow does it. We are going to track all of these things. Yep, oh, yeah. for Xander, all these weird little things, but strange. Uh, uh, Buffy scores some hair from from Amy. <laughs> Like Buffy just, is so bad at undercover, oh but it God. seems to work well enough. She consistently is bad at undercover. <laughs> she even admits it eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Amy looks at them suspiciously as they're stirring and bubbling and mm-hmm. boiling and trouble. Anyway. Toil. Yeah, lots of toiling back there in the back of the lab. Uh, Buffy does indeed heat the ingredients and apply to witch, and Amy is the witch. But just then, uh, one of the other two leaders gets the Matrix treatment, and everyone is very distracted. <laughs> the Matrix treatment? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Oh my god. <laughs> um, uh, outside the classroom, after the craziness has died down from the Mr. Anderson treatment, uh, the Scoobies point out that Amy looked kind of freaked by the girl, so they're thinking she didn't really do it, but they want to check in with her mom and see what's going on. They're not sure. However, we know what's going on because Amy arrives home and gets all alpha with her mom. Amy knows exactly what the Scoobies are up to and has scored Buffy's bracelet for a spell. So Buffy, the next day, she wakes up feeling a tad weird, a little bouncy, a little amped. Yeah. She's wearing gray in bed. This is the first time we've seen her not in white. Ah, sure. By the way, in the episode, she wears white in every scene up until this one. So you know something's wrong. Yes. It's almost as bad as Buffy having curly hair. Yes. <laughs> Which will come later. Right. Uh, the next episode. Oh, actually. Ooh. Okay. Yep. So I was right. <laughs> yep. It comes later. <laughs> uh, so Buffy is. Uh, she destroys her alarm clock, and uh, she's and telling says, her. She's, yeah, she's telling her mom <laughs> that she's a vampire slayer, and her mom just kind of. Well, and I and so we're and we're we're taking the show as a complete work. Everything is intentional in some way. We do not believe in retconning for this experiment. Yes. And it's so much more fun to watch it that way. It is. If you watch it believing that they knew exactly what they were doing every step of the way, this show is so much better. Right. And you can't prove us right. Can't prove us wrong. We have no that's idea. But that's how we're watching it. It's complete work. Everything was planned. Everything was set in motion when it should have been. Uh, and considering what we find out about Joyce and Hank having Buffy committed it seems that jo- Joyce isn't really ignoring this or brushing it off as much as shoving her daughter's extremely strange manic behavior and mention of being a slayer again into a deep, deep dark cave of Joyce denial. She oh, even yeah. has a, as Buffy leaves, she even has a look on her face that's um, freaked, I think. Uh, important to note, I think, uh, when under the influence of this spell thingy, Buffy is really excited about being the slayer. Like, super oh, excited. Yeah. She's she, a macho She thinks macho it's man. hilarious when she breaks her alarm clock. Yeah, she is a <laughs> macho man. 
<laughs> and I think that does indeed have something to do with what you observed about the, the gray jammies. Oh, yeah. Gray jammies. And now she's in her cheerleading outfit from yep. the morning, from the very morning. Yep. All of a sudden. Just wow. Wow. Look at me. Super cheerleader. Super slayer. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, juice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at cheerleading, uh, Buffy's wearing black shoes and everybody else has got white shoes on. It's so, so cute. I know. It's adorable. And Buffy is just so super excited about cheerleading and hucks a gal across the room <laughs> and gets kicked off the team. And if you watch her in the background, like it's it's kind of focusing on the cheerleaders up front. If you watch her in the background, she is just cheering She's her little heart out. Having she a is great like, time. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have that much energy like ever. She's excited. Yeah. Yeah. She's really, really excited about yeah. everything. Uh, so uh, Willow and Xander avoid disaster by stopping <laughs> Buffy from saying what she says in the hall. She's a witchy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then Xander gets a taste of his own medicine. Oh, yes. Buffy tells Xander that he's her Xander shaped friend. He's one of the girls. Xander likes this about as much as Willow did when he did the same thing. Willow, however, is delighted. She's so happy. She the, she is almost on the level of giddy as when Giles was taking out the vampire book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At the very beginning. Like she she has that level of glee. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> So uh, Buffy is suddenly not feeling so hot, and uh, she's sick with what Giles diagnoses as a bloodstone vengeance spell. He's really worried. It sounds bad. And he recognizes that really fucking fast. Oh, yeah. Like, really fast. I'm guessing it's probably in... I'm guessing that whenever a witch goes up against a slayer, probably they sling this thing maybe, at him. yeah. Or maybe he's done cast one. one. Maybe he's maybe cast one. Maybe in his Perhaps. past, in his dark, dark past. Indeed. We'll get to a little more evidence for that later. Yes. <laughs> Just going to plant uh, that seed now, though. Uh, yeah, Buffy only has a couple hours until she's dead as a doornail. Uh, and Buffy says, uh, Buffy says it's not Amy's fault. She only became a witch to survive her mother because she's projecting. Buffy, <laughs> Buffy projects a she's, lot. That's that, and and that's kind of suits our theory about all of the characters playing her bits right her little buffy little parts yes buffy, her little buffy little parts wow little buffy little parts i'm trying to make a new tongue twister she, she is uh, like quite a little person she is yes yeah we're about the same height <laughs> i'm five feet tall oh. um well five foot two i squeeze every ounce of that five foot two <laughs> and too. sarah michelle geller if you are listening one of our four listeners uh and you want to uh have you supply evidence that you are taller than snard <laughs> yes please do without the heels yeah no heels allowed Bare she feet. wears heels all the time and Bare it, feet only. yeah at first i hated the heels you know as you're watching it you're thinking why is she fighting in heels so the lighting director doesn't have to drive themselves crazy that's why yes it's so we can have everybody in the same frame <laughs> that's why yes. so let's just leave that costuming decision way off to the oh, side yeah. we don't care about costuming unless it's no. like the leather pants of death no yeah. not at all or being significant for all the characters relationships well, yeah exactly yeah um so giles and buffy uh go in search of amy's spell book to reverse the spell uh it's no coincidence here that giles buffy's mind is the one who goes with her to investigate while her spirit and heart stay behind even while dying buffy's pretty sharp about figuring out which witch is which <laughs> Giles and Buffy find Amy's mom. Uh, Giles lays it all out in a very aggressive manner, which I enjoy. Yeah, I like that he pushes his way into the house. Oh yeah, like it's, it's the first time we get to see Agro Giles. Very much so. Not the not the last. Not right. even a little. Yeah. Uh, Buffy sees that Amy's mom has been packing down brownies and figures out what's up quickly because she brought her mind with her. Yeah, even though she's dying. Oh, she's all over it. Yeah. Uh, Amy says. Um, 
she said I was wasting my youth, so she took it, which is a great line. Yeah, and acted delivered. perfectly. Oh, fantastic. Perfectly. Uh, apparently, Amy's mom told her that Amy had it easy, and it was hard on Amy's mom. Didn't know how hard it was to be her. I guess she showed me, huh? Another yes. great line. If you have anyone in your life who acts like this, please seek help. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if Amy's mom is reminding you of anyone who's actively in your life... <laughs> We're not going to name names. We're not going to... Don't look around the room. Don't look at them right now. Don't do that. Don't do that. I know it's hard. Look yeah. at the ceiling. Look, look at the no, ceiling. Look away. Look at the look ceiling. Away. Look at the ceiling. <laughs> um, but no, for look at, oh, look at your phone. Just yeah. look at your phone. There you go. <laughs> go. Like, check your email. Check Facebook. Surely somebody's posted something stupid. Um, but no, in, in all seriousness, if anyone treats you the way Amy's mother is treating her, regardless of who it is in your life, please get help for yourself. Yes. Yes. Don't slay them. No, we <laughs> don't no slay humans. Slay. Yeah, well, apparently we like you enough. You can whatever. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> shh. Uh, so anyway, the devil in disguise. It seems. Mm-hmm. Giles finds the witch lair and figures out how to reverse the spells, and the kitty pops out. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's, <laughs> nice. It's totally random, and I nice, love it. Nice kitty. <laughs> <laughs> And the cat also stays in the opening credits. Absolutely. Pretty much in perpetuity. Yeah, yeah. You got a jumping out yeah. cat. You got to use it. Little, cute little black kitty. Very cute. So Amy is cheerleading away with Xander and Will keeping an eye on her. Buffy is still very sick and Giles is adorable with her. Giles starts the reversal spell and everything starts going wonky for Amy's mom and she sees enough to know that they're in the science lab, which is unfortunate. Yes. Also note that Giles seems pretty good at this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a... Yeah. He seems pretty ready. Yep. Uh, so Amy's uh, Amy's mom screws up the cheerleader pyramid thingy, freaks out <laughs> all the other cheerleaders with her evil look, and quickly disables Xander and Willow after Willow, notably, stalls her by telling her how interested she is in witchcraft. Weird. Yes. Weird that. So at this point, uh, Catherine has taken Buffy's spirit and her mind out of or, sorry, her spirit and her heart out of the equation, and, but her mind is still clicking along, doing the spell, much like Buffy. Uh, Giles finishes the swap over and all is right with Amy, but Amy's mom is back and super duper evil. She shows off her mojo until Buffy pops up all, guess what? I feel better. And Which is punches the, the holy episode, shit episode. out of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although she rebounds really quickly. Which She's is a witch. One of the signs that you've got a big bad. Yes. They bounce back from a big hit. Indeed. Oh, and you were saying earlier, Snart, that she also discarded her weapon. Her oh, yeah. Axe. Well, she's about to do that. But yeah, she gets an axe. She takes the axe away from uh, Sander? Oh, she but she gets it off the wall. Oh, no. So, no, no, no. She gets it away from... Um, no, she gets it off the wall. She. she oh, yeah. And, well, and, from she, Amy. When she's no, Amy, she takes yeah. it from Amy. She goes... And, and the and mom grabs it. it yeah. and, and the mom grabs it. Yeah. But she it. discards this. She puts it in the table and then continues to attack without it mm-hmm. which means she's really bad this is the same kind of coding as when the scary thing is scared of another scary thing the, yes. the scarier thing is the, is the thing they're yeah. scared of yeah when a bad guy gets rid of a useful weapon you know you're really fucked yeah you better have a slayer nearby <laughs> yeah <laughs> luckily we do indeed so amy's mom goes black-eyed witch as we will find out is the way it's done uh, she casts a spell on Buffy, who slings it back at her with a mirror, disp- depositing her in her own trophy. And then Giles totally lies about this being his first casting. Yeah. We learn this later, of course, when we find out about Ripper. But seeing how, you know, 
inexperienced magic has a tendency to go horribly wrong later on in the show, it becomes more and more obvious that this wasn't his first time at it, or his second, or his tenth, or his fiftieth. Yeah. Giles has been doing a lot of magic in his and life. He knows he's lying. Yeah, oh, that's the great part is um, Anthony Stewart had plays it like I am lying. <laughs> I am I'm lying, lying so, so hard right now. So hard. <laughs> He's like he can't make eye contact. Oh, it's He's so great. Around. <laughs> it is so great, yeah. and I I love that it is so. It's so beautiful. You don't notice the first time you watch it, or the second time you watch it, or but yeah. when you watch it a couple more times, it's like, oh, he. He knew he was lying. This yeah, isn't just an accidental really choice and or it's something. Not, this isn't something we retcon no. later when he has done magic. Like, no, this is not retconning. No. And even as he's beginning the spell, he's looking around with this like, gee, I haven't done this in a minute expectation. Mm-hmm. It's like he's trying to remember how to do something or I don't know. We, we just get a definite sense of something ominous about his actions. Absolutely. And of course, most most importantly, it worked perfectly. Yes. And that does not happen very often. (laughs) (laughs) Unless, of course, Giles is doing the spell. When Giles does the spell, it works great. It's because he's a very practiced magician, perhaps. (laughs) He certainly is. Yes. (laughs) So Xander and Willow charge in, too late to save the day, but no less enthusiastic. (laughs) And Willow with the bat. (laughs) So awesome. (laughs) Uh, So... Later, in the Summer's house, Buffy is cleaning up the pieces of her alarm clock, which is probably significant for, I don't know, picking up the pieces. Mm-hmm. Also, she gets a new alarm clock after that that we'll see much, much later. Yeah, yeah. One that reads a digital time. <laughs> yes. And a very, very important clock that seems to be stuck at a certain time. Yes. Hmm. Yes. We'll catch you in a few seasons. <laughs> see you later, alarm clock. <laughs> Counting down. Uh, Joyce and Buffy are talking. Buffy uses inscrutable correctly. Go, Buffy. I will forgive you a little bit for that whole nerd thing. <laughs> Joyce says that she can't understand where Buffy is coming from. Her since she's not a teenage girl anymore. However, Joyce pointedly says she does not want to be sixteen again, ever. Hmm. Huh. That's unfortunate, Joyce. <laughs> Aww, poor thing. <laughs> That's well. Yeah. I can't imagine where that statement would be significant again. Anywhere? <laughs> no. At any time? No. In never. the show? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No, if you have any predictions, gentle listeners, <laughs> Well, you've please. seen. What are we talking about? You've seen okay. the damn show. <laughs> so, uh, but Buffy is very happy with this answer. Like, really, really happy that her mom does not want to be 16 again. <laughs> not half of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> in school, Amy is wearing a totally awesome peace sign outfit. It's like pink, yeah. tie-dyed. You, could, you get the sense that her dad is a California man. Yeah. And this is like the real Amy. This is so different oh, yeah. from the Catherine Amy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so she can wear whatever she wants now. She lives with her dad. She eats brownies. Life is pretty good. Um, Buffy's a Buffy shirt, very similar to Cordy's shirt. Yeah, like her. Earlier it's, in the it's more of a, a dress. It's just shirt length. Yeah. Because Buffy likes the short skirts, which actually makes sense because if you do need to kick, you either need to wear pants or something that's not going to bind. Good to know. So, Snart, you know. by the way, does martial arts, and yeah. I sit on a couch. I have a few black belts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I have a belt that's black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you also have a gun. So <laughs> I do. I do have a gun. That means I win. <laughs> Scary. Scarier. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> that was my inner Darla. So... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, gentle listeners, take a look at but Buffy's shirt compared to Cordy's shirt. Let us know what you think. They seem really similar to us. They do. And there's another outfit that's kind of similar between the two of them in the middle. 
Um, if you think that that's significant, let us know. Yeah, we absolutely. We couldn't quite figure out what that was, if that was just kind of like, eh, you know, they look fine, or if that was intentional. I'm sure it was intentional in some way. I just couldn't pick up on it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, does Buffy not care about being Cordelia anymore? Because she's kind of trying to be like a Cordelia yeah, space. It was but like, she... it's, it's in the same scene as, um, or the same day as when they get into the, when they get the results from the tryouts. Yeah. 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 So. You know, just let us know. Yeah, we're not sure. Um, so Cordelia, of course, as she does, rubs in the whole cheerleading thing. And Amy, showing how very different she is from Catherine, says, Well, I know I'll miss the intellectual thrill of spelling out words of my arms. And I totally crack up. <laughs> <laughs> and in a nice bookend, Buffy concludes that cheerleading is a tad too dangerous for her. The slayer of the vampires. <laughs> And see. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then we have our morally sticky issue. We find out that Amy's mom is stuck in that statue, silently screaming, forever, forever, forever. This becomes so, like a running thing, right? So, I mean, I don't think the show ever officially says that they know that she's in the statue. They certainly don't go looking yeah, for her. And if you watch Amy when they're looking at the statue, she's looking at that statue pretty hard it's lingering a it lingering seems glance like she's fairly aware she or suspect or something yeah. i mean but it's also interesting to me and this is super spoilery i don't care obviously we don't we, care we are but, spoilers. um it's it's interesting to me how much amy turns out like her mother mm -hmm. ultimately like as far as we track it she even has a spell backfire on her becomes trapped in another form only to be released much later as this kind of evilish thing. Right. Um, much so later too. Much, like, much, much later. later. Yeah. So she, she basically has the same arc for herself um, where she does the same stuff. So it, it's just kind of, that also um, kind of speaks to how we are doomed to repeat the past unless we actually work against it. Right. Uh, to a certain degree. Um, Absolutely. And I don't know. What, what, what do you think about the moral ramifications as, as far as the show goes i mean i'm right. totally fine with amy's mom getting stuck in that statue because she was going to do the same thing to either buffy or amy she was yeah turnabout's fair play mm -hmm. anytime for me and i don't know i so i don't have a problem with it morally but the show seems to think that we should try to save humans whenever we can and witches That's true i mean witches aren't witches witches are humans right yeah, but there's, I mean, there's I another think... witch we go way out of our way to save. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> that's very true. But that's a fallen witch. This is this is somebody who has been evil enough to take their own daughter's life. Right. I mean, really, if if she had continued on, like, would she have kept Amy as mom alive? Right. Would she have uh, continued to torture her? What would she have done? Yeah, um, but to I don't maintain know what was going on. Well, and we're totally on the same page, I think, as far as our morality. I mm -hmm. just can't quite figure out what the show has to say about it. It's, it's very true. It seems like, I mean, in later seasons, this would be considered a very bad thing. Mm -hmm. Well, the first think, season... Well, depending on who did it, I will say. It would only be considered a bad thing depending on who did it. That's true. Well, since <laughs> she... I think, for one, she did it to herself. Yes. Um. So that's fine. Because we're really ultimately fine with people who meet their own demise. Right. Uh, like when we fast forward to later, go fish. True. Um, we True. are fine with him meeting his own, um, a demise of his own making. And the zookeeper and the hyena one. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of similar to if anybody's ever seen or read The Last Unicorn, uh, that witch who's keeping all of the magical creatures, she knows she has a harpy and she knows the harpy's going to kill her. 
I've played Witcher 3. Harpies are bad. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a super nerdy deep cut. If you know what I'm talking about, you know. And if not, well, go watch the movie because it's actually really good. Even though it's kind of weird animation, it's really good. Or read the book. One of the best books I've ever read. It's by Peter S. Beagle. Anyway, The Last Unicorn. This witch has captured a menagerie of magical creatures and one of them's a harpy. And she even has a dialogue with it saying, not yet. You don't get to kill me yet. And when the harpy gets out, it kills her and she opens her arms and welcomes it. So to me, that's kind of this ultimate example of the evil thing knowing that they're going to make their own demise. Right. Um, so anyway, that was a long yeah. segue. Yeah, but... I, I, I think that I think the show comes down on that side of things, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we kind of revisit the statue a few times and it kind of a joke a little bit. And, and I mean, I always laugh because I'm. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of an asshole, but um <laughs> it just keeps showing up. It's <laughs> and I laugh every time. So yeah, I I mean I guess it's gotta be true, right? If you're if you're mm -hmm. like the only way you can actually uh facilitate the death, the death of a human is if the human is A irredeemable or B contributes to their own demise, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think she is both of those things. Um, and also, the first season of the show is working on a very basic naivete. I mean, Buffy is lighthearted. And we see lighthearted Buffy again um, right. later on in the show. But after having watched everything all the way through the end and then restarting it for the podcast, it's really striking me just how light Buffy is, and how then, unburdened yeah. she is. And this season, with the exception of only one episode I can think of that does not end well... This season is the only time we see Buffy enjoying being the Slayer. That's true. Without any burden. She's just, she's right. actually kind of that macho, macho man girl. Yeah, yeah she's stoked yeah. about it. I mean, she's, yeah. she is, as much as she complains about not having uh, a normal life and her, you know, and being one girl in all the world with all mm -hmm. her friends, uh, she still, she's having a good time. She's on her game. She can figure stuff out really fast. You know, she, she's doing a great job as the Slayer on the Hellmouth. Yeah. That's just all... like the mind is all excited about exactly. being on a hellmouth. You know, like we have that. And it's... Well, and the spirit and the heart are they're excited when there's a new thing. And they're yeah. like, yay, we're going to help. We're still under the naivete about uh, how vampires work as oh, yeah. well. We're still saying we haven't seen Spike and Drusilla yet. So we're still saying. We that... haven't even really seen Angel yet. Yeah, that's true. We haven't really seen <laughs> Angel yet either. So we're still working on that. This isn't your friend. This is the thing right. that killed them. Everything, all the vampires you kill—that is great. You just kill yeah. those vampires without a second pure thought. Evil. There's nothing beneath the surface. All demons are bad. Right. All you know, all, everything is bad that isn't just human. Right. Um, so we're still working under that as well. So under the morality of this first season, we definitely are in the clear with the statue. If the statue happened in the last season. Well, no, in the last season, they wouldn't have had time. Uh, <laughs> if the statue had happened in the fourth or fifth season. Right. Um, I think we would have had a much different approach. I think it would. Especially post-Evil post Willow. I yeah. think we would have actually, I think e Willow would have advocated for saving her. I think so too. But well, she does advocate for saving Amy. That's true. She does. So, um, you know, it's just that we're, ba we're working on the morality of the now. Yeah. And I think so too. Yeah. I think they just say, ah, well, that's what she gets. And they don't really know how to get her out. Yeah. I mean, we don't even know how to get Amy out of the rat. Well, I think you just crack it like an egg, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm picturing like a Cadbury egg where it's all like sugary oh, I love and oozy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> just bite into her. <laughs> just bite into her head. <laughs> and it went dark again. <laughs> <laughs> 
point, you bite the head off and it, it pops out. There's this big witch. And then yeah. the witch. <laughs> <laughs> Poof. Yeah. And then she tries to curse you again and you just have a mirror handy. Well, you'd have, you know, so. you'd, you'd have like a witch containment device, you know, uh-huh. that you would construct with yeah. salt or something. You'd call the guys from Supernatural and you'd be like, I need this, uh, yeah. this witch oh contained. God. A Buffy Supernatural crossover. Oh, that would be, be so, so awesome. Good. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh you, know, you know what would be great? is Buffy Charmed crossover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would no, that'd be, be amazing. But, so here's a question, though. Mm-hmm. Would Dean hit on Buffy? Or would Sam? Probably Sam, because he likes the demon-y chicks. Sam's type is a little more Willow. Oh, oh Sam and Willow. And it wouldn't cute. work, because Willow's all gay by then. Yeah. But still, I know, but he would... I don't know. They'd be friends or something. He'd try for it. And then Dean would be like seeing that she's a lesbo right now. He'd be like, Sammy, Sammy, no. (laughs) No, Sammy. (laughs) Dean would be all over Anya. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Gentle listeners, write that story. Write us fanfic. Please. We We will read it. We will read it with the voices. Yes. I will. We'll get the voices. We need. We'll get the sound effects. We must have Buffy Supernatural crossover fanfic. Please. It must happen. Please. We, we'll like send you a bottle of scotch or something <laughs> like it'll happen yes please yes yes <laughs> so i'm still i'm still wondering who the hell dean would go for i mean buffy it's got huh? buffy right I yeah mean... well it, i guess faith well Maybe. yeah but faith isn't around as much well that's true but he'd be all about the faith for a minute, they just they have both. Like, I mean, both of them would be all over faith. Yeah. I mean, faith is both their type. Faith That's is everybody's true. type, to be honest. Yeah, she is. She's. <laughs> I don't care who you are. I don't even care if you're like you know the aces person ever. Faith. Oh yeah. 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 Okay, so that's another one. Um, I don't think faith and would... on on Facebook, I'm going to put a post on Facebook after this podcast goes out. So basically, sorry. So in this scenario, faith would probably screw them both and then be done with them, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she'd get some and get gone. Yeah, yeah. I would think totally. so, too. Yeah, she would hit that and leave. Yeah, especially when she saw Sam with her shirt off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is an aesthetically pleasing man. You could grate cheese on him. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of scary, but I like looking at it. It's yeah, fine. It <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't, God, I don't know. But, yeah, anyway, so, gentle listeners, <laughs> I'm going to post a poll on facebook when this goes up and it'll just be open forever so you know whenever you get around to listening to this in the future just go back through history find it and then let us know who you think sam or dean would hit on out of the buffy cast indeed and if you want to send us that fanfic anytime we don't care if it's five years from now yes please send it to us anywhere that you can find us on the web please 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 we will read it we will credit you we will we will compensate you in some way Maybe we'll have t-shirts by then or something. Oh, yes. Yes. Or pens or. Yeah. Yeah. Or wooden stakes. Uh, (laughs) They are A pen that looks like a stake. Oh oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So also send us what company can do that for us. Okay. All right. (laughs) That'd be awesome. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We got to stop doing this podcast so I can look this up. We are so ADD right now. (laughs) Thanks for hanging with us, guys. This is so much fun. Um, and this is Snard, or Michelle, and... And Jen. And, and uh, this is the, the Diogenes Club podcast, where all members are exceptional. Yes, all of us. 
<laughs> Exceptional at something, anyway. <laughs> Peace out, bitches. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> <laughs>